Hello, everybody. This is what's going on in China with the uh, protests um, that are being ballyhooed around the, uh, the, in the big lie propaganda machine in the West, purportedly against the um, anti-epidemic measures, the lockdowns, and the, t and the COVID testing, etc. This is what happened in Iran two months ago. Foreign, mostly U.S. and U.K. hired saboteurs trying to succeed with a color revolution. Incidentally, the reason the young woman died was from a lifelong heart problem and Iran could not import the drugs she needed to stay alive due to the West's hundreds of life-killing sanctions. She would probably be alive today if that were not the case. Who really killed her? Think about that. Back to China, 1989 Tiananmen Square protest and following gong organ harvesting documents on WikiLeaks admit that they are lies. The U.S. government knows they are lying. I reported on this and wrote about it in the China Trilogy. Recently, a, rep, a representative of the U.S. consulate in Guangzhou admitted in a public meeting that they know the Xinjiang gulag slash Muslim persecution story is fake, but, quote, we have to keep the pressure on, end of quote, meaning overthrowing the government and the Chinese people's communist socialist way of life. If you haven't noticed, the West does not do diplomacy unless forced to. Otherwise, if your country does not want to be a human and natural resource whore for global capitalism, if you do not want to be occupied in a vassal pawn on the imperial chessboard, your Anglo land will do everything in its power to subvert and destroy your way of life. Western color revolutions against the global majority have been nonstop since 1953 when the U.S. and U.K. overthrew Iran's elected socialist government to install, guess who, the dictator Shah and brutally kept him in power until the People's Revolution in 1979. 1989's Tiananmen was just one of hundreds ongoing around the world to, right now as I write, and, write and, and speak. In China, it was earlier Tibet, Xinjiang, Hong Kong, and now in China again. I also caution everybody to not believe every image you see on Twitter or YouTube or Instagram. Media from decades and years ago from other countries and incidences are recycled and reused to say they are happening in China and elsewhere. Many times I've seen rehashed photos from long ago in Indonesia, Myanmar, and elsewhere in Asia claiming these human rights abuses were in China. This happens all the time. This is something I've written about too. A case in point, uh, just uh, this week, Twitter was showing what hundreds of thousands of people saw it. Twitter was showing a supposed government protest in Nanjing, China, showing a candlelight vigil. As it turned out, it was a photo from the annual remembrance of Japan's World War II rape of Nanjing, which they do every year. <laughs> so, 
For recent examples below are hyperlinks of fake photos used against Russia in Ukraine, you know, like the explosion, the port explosion in, T in, in Tianjin what, back in 2015, saying the Russians blew up a hospital, stuff like that. The Beirut port uh, explosion, saying that the Russians blew up uh, a, a school or an apartment block. In sum, anything and everything with the West's big lie propaganda machine, the BLPM reports on China, is nothing more than brainwash vomit to try to destroy the people's <clears throat> desired way of life. Like Tibet, Tiananmen, Xinjiang, Hong Kong, and now with all these foreign organized astroturf protests, they will fail because the people have the Communist Party of China, the CPC, as their vanguard protector. DPRK North Korea has a strong central government protecting the people's traditional Confucian, yes, North Korea is Confucian, way of life. Like China, Vietnam keeps foreign intervention in check. Socialist Cambodia, Laos, Eritrea, Angola, Mozambique, and Bolivia are fighting the anti-imperialist good fight. Buddhist Thailand, which practices a royal form of socialism, has been skillfully keeping Western claws off its people and resources for a thousand years. They are failing in Iran because the people have the Basij and the Iranian Revolution Guard Corps. They are failing in countries like Cuba and Venezuela because their 99% know the alternative is being Western slaves and they are prepared to make the sacrifices for having war declared on them for decades. There are many others around the world among the global majority. <clears throat> Here's a message I got from a China Writers Group member. Sorry, no time to translate. I listened to this while having dinner. Really good. Both Shanghai and Beijing white paper protests very close to U.S. embassies and consulates. Large number of people arrived in those, city, in, in those protest cities from Hong Kong and Taiwan. Money was given to protesters. Beijing received the highest amount, 1,000 RMB, Shanghai, 500 RMB, and other parts of the cities, and other parts of the cities with a much lower amount. YouTube included, YouTube link included from WLC. This was an official protest made by the Ministry of Foreign Affairs uh, of China, a, B, a BBC journalist fomenting protests in Shanghai. Agent provocateurs using Telegram and WeChat to astroturf fake or very limited protests. Other reports on TikTok are saying the same thing. The Chinese public know, know, the, knows what's going on via their massive and extensive social media platforms. These are foreign astroturf, organized astroturf events. <coughs> From uh, GR, did you see this Western guy directing protesters? And there's a, a <laughs> there is a Twitter link of a German a, a German or, you know organizing the the <clears throat> the Chinese protesters in um, in China. Uh, from RM, um, an Australian uh, Jerry Gray has a podcast who lives in Guang, Guangdong Province, and he writes that that the writing on these posters is clearly written by someone either from Hong Kong or Taiwan because they don't know simplified Chinese characters very well. 
thus proving there is foreign interference that funded those non-Chinese res residents to join the protest from thousands of miles away. It is, all, it is also widely spread that people who join the protest while holding an A4 paper, blank paper, probably because they can't write Chinese, get paid 1,000 RMB in Beijing, Wuhan, or, or Wuhan, 500 in Chengdu, 300 in Guangzhou. The photos of the protest leaders who appear to be Westerners are also shared in the Telegram chat groups <laughs> that organize and collaborate the protests. Two of them, both of ethnic Taiwan background, even confronted Shanghai police with their southern accent. One of them, Sui Tong, who works for Radio Free uh, Asia, Voice of America, Chinese, but is of German citizenship. They caught him. The protesters in Shanghai don't have Shanghaiese accents, and the protesters in Chengdu don't have Sichuanese accents. Read a message circulated in WhatsApp from a guy describing what happened in Haizhou, Haizhou Square in Guangzhou. According to him, those brats probably entered separately from Hong Kong, and they didn't do their homework. They thought Haizhou Square is located in Haizhou, but in fact it's in Yueshu District in Guangzhou, which is about 100 kilometers from uh, Shenzhen and Hong Kong. They exposed themselves as soon as they rallied by saying to the by saying, "quote People of Haiju, let's unite together." But they were actually in Yueshu. Evidence of foreign involvement in, in the Shanghai protests emerged. Unfortunately, the these links have all been uh, stopped. But uh, protesters were being in, here's one protesters were being instructed by Western media agents that work for Radio Free Asia, CNN, BBC. Uh, another one, questionable knowledge of Chinese language and characters. Three, agent instructing protest tactics. And four, telegram group instruction. Look for the director when you get there, and it shows a picture of a white man. I am going to, those four that have been, that have been shut down are now um, in, um, have been saved in PDF form, and if you go to the China Rising Radio Sinoland webpage where I'm doing this, you can get all four of the PDF files to see the 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 uh, all this evidence. <laughs> it's really incredible when I see this because I provided ample evidence of the exact same modus operandi during the bogus 2014-2015 color revolution in Hong Kong. Uh, Johnson. Johnson W.K. Choi has a video channel on Rumble. Uh, he does all of his in Chinese, so if you don't know Chinese, it, it can't help you. But uh, one of the members um, uh, uh, from the China Writers Group translated his recent uh, video entitled U.S. CIA and NED National Endowment for Democracy are the Black Hands Behind the Protest in China Universities campuses, U.S. and U.K. agents disguised as foreign press, and many entered China through Hong Kong. Today is November 28, 2022. The shocking news from different cities in the mainland last night kept coming from my mobile phone. At first, I watched it and thought it was an old video from Hong Kong in 2019. After communicating with netizens, I learned that it was the latest mainland video, major cities live, when everyone was spreading the news that Taiwan province 
uh, uh, Tsai Ing-wen resigned as chairman of the Democratic Progressive Party, and, and her party lost massively in the elections. It turned out that foreign forces had already deployed in the mainland. Netizens who love the country and love Hong Kong immediately used the power of the internet to investigate and track down these black violence promoters. It turned out that one of them was an extreme anti-China element. He was originally the leader of the Hong Kong gangsters. Because of the relaxation of the epidemic prevention policy in Hong Kong, he quietly fled to Guangdong, which is Shenzhen, Guangzhou, where I lived for three years, announced that, that color revolutions were launched in Beijing, Tianjin, Shanghai, Urumqi in Xinjiang, Zhengzhou, Chongqing, Chengdu, Wuhan, and other places last night, inciting mainland citizens to gather and protest against the mainland's epidemic prevention policies. He also said he also said that the Weibo account certified by the mainland publicly threatened and slandered him. On the other hand, netizens in Shanghai have found out the WeChat accounts, names, and occupations of important contacts at the protest rally. They are all reporters from foreign media organizations, including the New York Times and CNN. Many of them, as journalists, took advantage of the relaxed anti-epidemic policies between Hong Kong and Shenzhen to enter various provinces and cities in the mainland. Mainland netizens have sent relevant information to China's National Security Agency. Based on my recent experience in Hong Kong, these reporters are very young. They were sent by these media organizations to different think tanks and mainland organizations to inquire about news. At first, most of them used the interview method to extract information and, to, and pretend to report for you. But after many months, not a single report has been published, and you are required to provide more information on the structure and deployment of the mainland's official agencies. All discerning patriots know that these reporters are collecting information on behalf of foreign forces. In addition, if you invite these journalists to participate in some patriotic activities, most of them will keep their distance and refuse, saying they are media organizations, so they must be neutral and it is inconvenient to participate in related activities. Today, as long as everyone opens the news uh, of the foreign media organizations, the headlines will all say that many places in China have erupted in protests due to epidemic prevention policies or social accidents. Please, everyone, when distributing news on the Internet, you must first objectively analyze whether the news is true or whether someone is deliberately acting to challenge and incite public dissatisfaction with the epidemic prevention policy. Second, please be more careful about the initiative enthusiasm of journalists from foreign media organizations. Their superficial ignorance and stupidity are just to get your news and use your network to obtain more information. Now is the troubled time. All patriots must be mentally prepared. Another struggle has quietly begun. Please unite and send the information of the person in charge of the protest rally to the National Security Agency and other law enforcement agencies so that they can have first-hand information and stabilize the overall situation of the country. That's from Johnson. This is from a, 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 a China Writers Group member, uh, initials PM. He says, whatever the MSM says about China, you can bet your bottom dollar that it's patently false. I don't even waste my time to verify the what or wherefore to say nothing of fretting about it. 
he offers some more information. I'm only going to uh, do the video on uh, uh, what is put in bold in the article that's going to be posted here. PM continues, rest assured that what you're getting from the MSM are all completely fabricated rubbish. Remember the bank runs. Remember the housing and therefore Chinese economic collapse. Remember the embassy attack. How about the revolution in Hong Kong? Me too, and I reported on that. Western and even some Asian MSMs frenzy reporting on, quote, widespread, end of quote, protests and the imminent collapse of the CPC is beyond inane. Gordon Chang, who penned, quote, the coming collapse of China, end of quote, over 20 years ago, must be having a field day. China actually has hundreds of protests every day. I've seen quite a few in my days living there, me too, and I reported on that. Unlike some fascist countries, Chinese people are not afraid of the cops. China, as usual, does not know how to deal with lying journalists and lying MSM news organizations, but it has always been like that. I'm not surprised. Their best bet is probably to ignore it as before and everything will be forgotten in a few days, as always. Here is another, another comment uh, saying uh, from another China Writers Group uh, member saying it is confirmed the U.S. did play a part in an organized white paper protest. Chinese media are already openly making such complaints, so the citizens are getting together on all the social media in China and fighting back. This is from uh, um, QL, another China Writers Group uh, member. I think most, if not all, the members of this distinguished group are already aware that, that there is a color revolution attempt already aborted, according to me, evolving right now in China by the usual suspects. But bear with me, I have an uncanny pleasure writing the following lines, and be reassured it's a short message. A color revolution is part of the tools of what is called hybrid warfare. At the center of any color revolution, the Western BLPM, the Big Lie Propaganda Machine, stands with the usual brainwashing, gaslighting, astroturfing, and predictive programming. And not forgetting the inevitable House Negro at the right place and the right time playing the assigned role. In the video below, the Ching Chong, the Asian House Negro, is a certain Cecilia Wong. The hype this time being, being making non-informed people, especially those living in the so-called collective West, naively believe there is a widespread discontent against the Chinese ruling team, especially Xi Jinping, and the Chinese were supposedly living a second Tiananmen. Dream on. Most Western people ignore, as Clayton Morris uh, stressed rightly in the video, that protesting is a lifestyle in China. It's part of the usual everyday conversation between the Chinese government and the Chinese people. It's, promoted and, uh, it's a promoted and authorized mode of communication within the Chinese system of whole process democracy. Morris mentions rightly there are normally about 500 legal protests every day in China. I say two or 300, but it is true. There are often up to 500 a day. Of course, there are dissatisfactions related to the so-called zero COVID policy and other stuff in China. But a second Tiananmen? Nah. So in closing, calm down. The, the Chinese government is not going to collapse. 
Just remember a month or so ago, they were talking about how there was going to be a coup d'etat and how, and how Xi Jinping was under house arrest and he was going to be deposed. This is just the usual non-stop psychological operations, fake news, and uh, um, uh, color revolutions. If you like what I, if you learn a lot and like what I have to tell you about China and other places around the world, please go to the bottom of uh, below on Substack or on my webpage. There's a there's there's every which way to support me financially, and it would mean a lot to my wife and me who survive on limited retirement checks uh, in uh, double-digit inflation, France. Thank you.